This is Ozarks at Large, and guess what? Not only, not only is the militant grammarian here after a summer hiatus, <laughs> she's here in the Anthony and yes. Susan Hoy News Studio. We're yes. far enough away. We're not. Uh, you're in fact boosted. You've got the third shot. I have. Yes. We're both fully vaccinated, yep. and uh, and we don't hang out with sketchy people. <laughs> I don't hang out. Well, actually, I, sometimes I do, so I should take that back. <laughs> it's a delight to have you back. This is, I think, it was Catherine. Maybe late 2019, the last time you and I were both in this room. I I think we we did it oh, the last time we did right. it. Yeah, when we I think it was during the minute and a half that the yes. pandemic was over. Yes, yes I mm-hmm. think you're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. What do we got? Kyle, while I was on hiatus last summer, I spent a lot of time on Rhyme Zone, a great website for people who write songs. Have you ever heard of it? No, but it makes sense that it exists. uh, It's really, it's not only good for rhyming. It offers synonyms and words that sound like that and words that begin with that letter. And so it's useful. Sometimes if you're just trying to think of a word, it's good. So anyway, uh, over the years, I've gotten soft on whether words really have to rhyme. Well, aren't there like near rhymes? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. If the line is funny, I'll rhyme something like meat and streak. You know, it it's oh. not really a rhyme, but in a song... That's funny. Who cares? <laughs> I've learned that kind of rhyme is often called a slant rhyme oh. or a near rhyme. Uh-oh. So today we're going to talk about different categories of rhymes. I figured. First, there are I rhymes, E-Y-E, I rhymes, R- rhymes that through your eyes or words that through your eyes oh. look like they rhyme. Um, for instance, catch and watch. Because they've got that ATCH yeah. at the end. Yeah. The only difference is the first letter. <clears throat> but they are I rhymes because they don't rhyme when you pronounce them. I rhyme in poetry is an imperfect rhyme in which two words are spelled similarly but pronounced differently. So, Kyle, what are the I rhymes that mean to transport and to adore? Move. And love. Yeah, which don't really sound anything at all alike. Well, you've got that long O in move Mm -hmm. and the short O in Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why? What about a tree limb and a word for being done? Branch? No. Oh. Uh, Old-fashioned, think of the little baby on the, think of this rockabye, rockabye baby. Treetop, rockabye baby in the tree. Rock-a-bye, baby, right. in the treetop, when the... Bow. Yeah. Okay, bow, and what was the other word? Uh, being done. So it's an O-U-G-H, through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't rhyme at yeah, all. Yeah, and of course, through, though, thorough, all those yeah. words. I think it was not until right now that I really thought about bow being a branch. Yeah. When you're yeah. a kid, you just, yeah, you just assume it's... It's a word yes. that is in that song. <laughs> yes. Kyle, I know you weren't around in 1943, because even I wasn't. (laughs) But you may know the name of a popular movie starring the canine star Lassie. Lassie... Come home. Now, what are those? How are they spelled? C-O-M-E, H-O-M-E, but it's not come hum or... Uh Come home. home. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so I rhyme. And what are the I rhymes that mean the sound of mirth and a female offspring? 
Well, so daughter is the female offspring. Mm-hmm. So A-U-G, laughter. Mm-hmm. Laughter and daughter. Ooh. Not even close. No, no. So, Kyle, why do words rhyme? What is it about a word that makes it rhyme with another? They sound almost identical. Okay. What What is it about the structure of a word? Well, it's the last part of the word. Okay. So The last that, syllable? So, so um, sunk and bank? No. Those are not rhymes. Okay. So the end is important. Yeah. But what else is important? The vowels? Yes. Oh, I see. Yes. Uh, Assonance means that the vowel sounds are the same. For instance, the A in may and say. Uh, Rhymes are generally, at the end of the word, lamp and damp. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So here are a few of the main types of rhymes. Um, End rhymes. Rhyming of the final words of lines in a poem. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder where, who you are, where what you, you are. are. What you are. What you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you are really testing my uh, Who, what, knowledge. where, why, when. <laughs> my knowledge of preschool. Uh, Maybe. Actually, actually, I think it's... How I wonder... I don't think it is what I said. Couldn't yeah. be how, but that's the one that came in. Where? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why? One of the five W's, yes. not the H. <laughs> and really, they kind of all work. They do. Okay. Uh, th- then there are internal rhymes, rhyming of two words within the same line of poetry. Internal rhyme is often used in song lyrics. Mm-hmm. Complete this line from Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> a singer in a smoky room, the smell of wine and cheap... Perfume. Sure. Room mm-hmm. and perfume. Right. They rhyme, but they don't look anything alike. Those are ear rhymes. Those aren't eye rhymes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A type looked down upon by good poets, at least according to my research on Google, is the forced rhyme. Ooh, I'm anxious to hear about the forced rhyme. It's a rhyme that is produced by changing the normal spelling of a word uh, or pronunciation or by changing the normal structure of a phrase. So I'm oh. going to give you an example of the second type, changing the structure of a phrase. If I were to write, whenever we go out and walk, I like to talk to you. Mm. Now rearrange the second line. Whenever oh. we, Whenever we go out to walk... To you, I like to talk. With you, I like to talk. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. Which, I mean, it's not how we talk. No, no. But. It, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But, uh, it so happens we had a forced rhyme and a song in our recent Gridiron podcast, but the fact that it was forced helped to make it funny. I was going to say, because yeah. sometimes the Gershwin brothers would do a forced rhyme, yeah. but it, led, it, it lent itself to the creativity. Yeah. Uh, Steve Voorhees played Joe Biden, and he also wrote this line. Did I make a gaffy? Call in Jen Psaki. Exactly. You know what's going on <laughs> yeah. there. And gaff right. is spelled, if you don't know, like right. gaffy. Yes. <laughs> Kyle, my granddaughter just turned seven, and I'm thrilled that she's already a word person. Mm-hmm. A little bit ago, we spent an evening with her. I spent an evening with her playing hinky-pinky. No? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, I have to interject here that I call the game by its two-syllable name when it actually is hink pink. (laughs) So sue me. Okay. So you don't know the game. Hinky pinkies are word puzzles that use clues to lead to a two-word rhyming solution. For instance, Kyle, what is a bashful insect? Uh, 
a shy fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I right. like these. And I think that Will Shorts uses this kind Sound, of a thing. Sounds like something you would do, yes. I bring this up because we, when we played this game for a long time with great fun, I didn't realize I was helping her become a better reader. According to Scholastic.com, rhyming teaches children how language works. It helps them notice and work with the sounds within words. When children are familiar with a nursery rhyme or rhyming book, they learn to anticipate the rhyming word. Of course. This prepares them to make predictions when they read, another important reading skill. Isn't that interesting? That is. As a grandmother, I have to say, I love it when play leads to learning. You're not only the militant grammarian, you're a wonderful humanitarian. (laughs) 